good life. Yes, and getting life with that. What's good, party people? This is according to Woods, but it's not according to Woods. I'm according to Woods. This is Voodoo in the Woods. I'm according to Woods. He's Voodoo Maximus, former Q of MMA champion. And we had a bunch of fights last night. Holy bejesus. And we kind of knew this. We kind of knew this going into this. We talked about it on Thursday. Thursday, right after we ended, there was a one championship uh, series, like literally within an hour of us signing out. Then obviously LFA, where we had uh, Loveth Young compete for the LFA title, which uh, I believe she won, or did she not? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but either way, I mean, a whole lot of fights. And then, obviously, uh, later on Friday, you had the uh, the Bellator from Ireland where Conor McGregor was in attendance. So just – and then Saturday, we had the UFC. So a lot of mixed martial arts to kind of shake your head at. If you're like, oh, I need my MMA fix, man, and there's no MMA, I don't know where the hell you were. Because, like, this was it. Even the the prelims of uh, of Bellator was on YouTube, as they often are. And, you know, you could have caught them for free. You're like, oh, I don't want to watch the main card or whatever. I don't have Showtime. Well, they got you. Bellator's got you. So uh, a lot of MMA. But, my goodness, how was your weekend? Weekend was all right, man. Lots of uh... – Lots of uh, parenting duties, uh, in addition to to academic uh, tasks, but you know all was done in a timely manner, and uh, uh, I got to see most of the fights. Uh, it was all good. It was all good. Not bad at all. No, not bad at all. And I was actually at um, speaking of more martial arts to kind of uh, get it in there. I was at the Compete um, World Martial Arts Awards in Ontario, California, which is still going on right now. This is the final day of a three-day event. So shout out to MMA Events, Inc. for uh, letting me be a part of that, uh, the jiu-jitsu side of things. I got a bunch of footage and what have you that I'll we release to them, but go ahead and follow MMA Events, Inc. for uh, subsequent footage. So there you go. There you go. But um, speaking of where we're going, we're we're obviously going to this uh, this Saturday or yesterday's rather uh, UFC Fight Night uh, Green versus Makachev and um, man, we, you know we knew we were kind of hoping on a waiting on a start of fall theoretically yeah. for picking Bobby Green. Uh, it kind of went the way that most odds makers had it. But even still, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was kind of an up-and-down card filled. If you like uh, closely contest, contested decisions, we had you that. If you had decisions, like one-sided, lopsided decisions, you had that. If you wanted, like, Babu chokes, apparently, or, or Bravo, I'm sorry, Bravo chokes from a gentleman from Chile over – a uh, guy named whose last name is Wrong from China. You got mm -hmm. that too. It was mm -hmm. all over the place, you know. But we start out with a couple of debuters: uh, Carlos Hernandez versus mm -hmm. Victor Altamar Altamoreno, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Carlos Hernandez being from Mexico, uh, seven and one going into this contest, and uh, ten and one was uh, Victor 
before he suffered defeat in his UFC debut to another mm -hmm. debuter, right? Which I yep. think this was pretty good in terms of, you know, they didn't serve either of these guys to tenured veterans. You talked about it, Voodoo. Like, you know, once once you get the first one out of the way, right? Um, you know, it's just like being in jujitsu, right? You you get tap, 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 you know, and whatever. And then when a new breed of newbies come in, well, you're a shark. You're a shark. And you, you smell the blood in the water. Um, so I think it was pretty cool that they had two debuters compete against each other. And this is a closely contested split decision between Hernandez and Alto Marino. Yes, 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 indeed. Uh, the two gentlemen came in. Uh, I, I actually was expecting some kind of uh jujitsu hug hug fest but they actually came in and fought a complete mixed martial arts fight um carlos hernandez and victor altamirano quite they actually impressed me they exceeded my expectations uh they were complete fighters lots of stand-up um they were able to transition to wherever the fight was taking place uh as you can see it was a split decision victory both of these gentlemen performed and uh, I look forward to seeing either of the two again. Agreed, agreed. You know, and um, you know, I, I think this is a nice bit of matchmaking. Where, it, not to say that this is a preconceived notion that these guys were going to go to a uh, decision of sorts, but they were very evenly matched. So it's just, a, I mean, if you're going to earn your keep in the UFC, you know, everybody wants to be a UFC fighter, right? You know, mm -hmm. everybody has a plot until they get punched in the face, right? So yeah. it was very good to have both gentlemen cut their teeth on a, uh, on a card like this, as well as in a uh, closely contested matches. So they know exactly where they stand in terms of the pecking order. If they know that, hey, maybe the coaches need a little bit whatever, or maybe they, you know, abandon their their coaches you know because of uh, a spotty game plan so they end up you know going into further acclaim in their their careers right so i think it's good you know they're they're able to assess pretty early on what they did right versus what they did wrong in both camps definitely uh as you can see both of these gentlemen are young and uh, we always talk about the 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 new age the the kids that are growing up receiving all fundamental tools in one place, in one location. Um, these kids are so young that they're coming in already fully equipped, even though they are in the inf infancy of complete martial arts status, they are complete martial artists. And it's gonna be a beautiful thing to watch these two, these two gentlemen grow into, into uh, mature fighters. 100%. But you mentioned fully equipped. Well, guess what? Uh, Ramiz Brahamaj, right, was fully equipped to submit Michael Gilmore. Um, this one actually made me a little bit sad in the mm -hmm. sense that in uh, Michael Gilmore, you know, before he succumbed to the rear naked joke, there was a first attempt, right? And mm -hmm. it's weird to say that there was a first attempt in a, a fight that only lasted two minutes and two seconds, but there was a first attempt, right? And he looked like he was like a child. You know when you stub your toe, when you mm -hmm. bang your elbow or your knee, and you, there's that moment where you're like, you question everything about your life, right? 
that led you to that moment where you're feeling that weird amount of pain. Well, that was the look. That was absolutely the look of one like Michael Gilmore, because you could see almost a childlike uh, look and, and uh, I guess, yeah, just demeanor in Michael Gilmore. And not to say that he wanted to cry, but he was just like, oh, no, I severely messed up. I miscalculated this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes when you are in there, I'm sure we've seen this particular look, look that you described. We've seen it in the opponents of Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, yeah. The most famous one is Edson Barbosa, 100%. which you always reference. Yep. Uh, uh, it's, it's when you're in there against a, a formidable grappler, someone who is far superior grappling-wise to you. Uh, you know if you stand with them, uh, you, you have a very good chance of stopping this individual. But in this particular particular fellow's case uh he was in there with someone who was far superior in the grappling aspect of things in uh Ramiz. and uh Ramiz pretty much did what he had to do and uh finished the man in uh two minutes like you said uh ran could choke sometimes you know it's like when you're in the, well, we've seen movies of people that are that that get we've seen movies we've seen footage in real life people who get who get mauled by a bear who get mauled by a shark, who get mauled by, by raging dogs, and, and, and there's nothing they can do. And that is exactly what you just described. There's nothing you can do. You know death is imminent. And, you know, the, the life flashes before your eyes. That's the look you saw in his eyes, in Gilmore's eyes. He knew it was all over with. You know, all his six weeks of preparation, the the all the people that cheered him on yeah man you're gonna go get it go get it champ go do it man all this and all that it was all nothing because Ramiz is coming to take his soul and his soul he took couldn't have said it any better myself that was that was absolute verbal gems from one video maximus um so uh, essentially, the next fight that we have was uh, the human uh, Simpsons character, uh, Jonathan <laughs> Martinez, the dragon, um, mm -hmm. uh, basically advanced to 15 and 4 with a unanimous decision over Alejandro uh, Perez. Now, here's the thing, um, and I'll because I, I feel like I have to address it because it fits. I am not I'm not good with fighters going to decision after decision after decision. Now, of course, like I think none other than um on Flashware, right? You know, when people are like, oh, your fight style, you know, you don't knock anybody out, you don't finish people, you don't submit. And he was like, Don't you think I was trying to knock the motherfucker out? Don't you think I was trying, you know, to to you know, nail that submission that I've drilled over and over? I tried, motherfuckers, I tried. Now, obviously, I'm paraphrasing it, but with that all being said, um, Jonathan Martinez, man, like almost uh, in his short UFC tenure, right? And yes, he's been on the right side of a lot of decisions, but it's pretty much been, okay, so he makes his UFC debut 2018 against Andre Sukamath. He loses a decision, right? 15 minutes, right? 
Then he wins a unanimous decision in 2019 on the undercard of Ad Israel Adesanya and Anderson Silva, right? That's another 15 minutes. That's 30 minutes into his UFC career, right? Then he hits, um, you know, a flight. Uh, he hits a knee. That works. He finishes his opponent. But still, in the third round, right, three minutes and 54 seconds of the third round, that's still over 12 minutes, right? And then he loses a split decision to Andre Yule, right? So we're almost at an hour's worth of his UFC career, right? Um, and then Frankie Sands, he gets a flying knee. But again, he does it third round, right? We're beyond an hour into his UFC career, right? Thomas Almeida, another 15 minutes, right? Round two, David Grant, he gets KO'd, you know? Um, but that's still second round. You would maybe argue maybe seven minutes, right? Uh, so we're at maybe 90 minutes of his UFC career. Another 60 between uh, Zivad Lavashvili and Alejandro Perez, this most recent one. Yes, he did win, but unanimous decisions, right? So in it, in the totality of your a fighter's career, I just me looking on the outside, looking in, right? I don't think it's so advantageous to track up those many miles on your body so early in your career, right? And again, how do we, other than, I, I mean, I, and it's not unjust, right? He just, sorry, just, I, I, I think I made the comments. I'll take responsibility, Um, you know, that he looks like a human Simpsons character. Okay, but that's the only thing that I remember, right? And especially we do this, sh this show twice a week because there's a fight every week, right? So if he's not, other than the fact that of of how he looks, I can't remember that knee, flying knee finish. I can't remember that K, knee KO. I I can't because there's so much fighting going on, not just in the UFC but other organizations, right? In addition to everyday life, there's crazy stuff happening all around, right? So I say that all to say, I think he's expending a lot of of time and and. We we know a lot of guys and and even girls, right? On the, you know, the the regional scene, or come from great gyms and everything. But every fight is a war, and it, but it's a war fought on maybe a twelve hundred uh, seat gate, right? M maybe five to twelve hundred dollars if they're lucky, right? I just. This just worries me, right? Because we, we know about concussion protocols. We know about, you know, what Chris Benoit's state is, you know, the state of his brain when he ended up passing away. It literally changes gender and I'm not excusing what he did, but we have to look at what is there, right? What he did is horrible. Don't like uttering his name. It makes me uneasy having a wife and kids myself. But again, he had the brain activity at the time of his death, of a 70-year-old Alzheimer's female. It changed his fucking gender, right? So I'm just saying, and in a world where we're post-Dana White saying, hey, this is not a career, it's an opportunity, right? To take this much tax on your body? Well, the IRS is going to fucking come, come calling. Where, and that, 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 tax that you're going to have to pay is maybe drinking through, a straw, drinking through a straw, slurring your words, not having the cognitive ability 
um, that maybe you should have. And of course, everybody makes their decisions. Nobody forces a person to fight and everything. But still, it just it just doesn't sit right with me. Like this guy has fought. There are UFC champions that don't have as much time logged in as he, you know. And I'm just it it just worries me. Yeah, um, unfortunately for 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 the young man uh, Martinez, he's in a situ in a situation where the 145 pound division is very very deep, very very deep, and uh, his fighting style is that of uh, I like to refer refer to Biggie Smalls when he said, "Treat it like boxing, stick and move, stick and move." This is what he does. He sticks and moves, like a movement with his feet, which is fantastic. Um, uh, he he's very good at fighting on his heels, meaning moving away. Uh, he's not confrontational. He's not a slugger. He will not slug with you. Uh, the times that he has slugged it out, he has been knocked out, which is which is why I I feel he stays away and he uses his reach, uh, all his long range weapons. Uh, uh, every now and then you see him do a flying knee, uh, uh, something like that. But I I I I believe he stays away from those. Uh, firefights, pocket fights, because uh, his chin is not so solid. Um, uh, also, also, um, he he doesn't have much power, but he does have punching in bunches, and and this is why he's always going to decisions. He punches in bunches with the intent to hopefully stun his opponent. But while he's punching in bunches, he's getting in there against people who have powerful, powerful striking power. Uh, I mean, it, yesterday, excuse me, he was dropped some two to three times, you know, put on his butt by heavy, heavy shot, you know, which is what you're talking about, you know. After a while, it starts to accumulate. But this is the life he chose, you know. This is the life he chose. He chose to be a warrior, and he must uh, die by the sword. Yeah, it doesn't make it any easier, you know. No. I, no. I just, you know, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. I just like, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Flick, right? Jimmy mm -hmm. Flick, former LFA champion, you know, was able to say bye to his career, you know, uh, um, after achieving his goal, being right with himself, you know, like, hey, his heart isn't it anymore, right? But literally, his UFC gives LFA win. His uh, Dana White Contender Series win, his entry into the UFC was the same. He drilled and drilled a move that he could hit that some bitch from anywhere. That shit was like the diamond cutter, right? You can hit it from, you know, hit it on anyone, Big Show, the Rey Mysterio, and you can hit it from anywhere, outside the ring, inside the ring, off the top rope, off the rope, whatever, you hit it, right? Um, and I think there's something to be said for that pre precision. Right, because he didn't tack on as many miles, right? Uh, in terms of head trauma, and that's what I'm specifically doing. Of course, he might have, you know, separated a shoulder here or two, you know, here and there, or what have you. I'm not, you know, denoting he did go through some struggle, right? That's maybe one of the things and one of the factors that made him leave, right? So, with that all being said, it's just like, yeah, I just, I don't know, it just. It's weird. Um, but then, you know, on the other hand, right, because if you do do that, 
you know, you are the administer of, you know, that vicious chaos. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. You're, you're basically exhibiting the brain trauma to someone else, right? You're, you're passing that buck, right? So, and, uh, you know, if you hit that, you know, 12 second, you know, flying arm bar or what have you, well, guess what? What you do in terms of mentality for somebody that has trained their whole life to want to be a fighter or, you know, and then they finally get to the, the pinnacles of the UFC and then they get finished in 12 seconds from something that theoretically they should have seen miles away or maybe not. Right. And then there's a whole mental deal and depression that goes along with it. So there's no easy way out for any party, but I'm just saying it's just it's just rough. Yeah. Yeah. These things happen, man. These things happen. Um, it's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. And sooner or later, Mr. Martinez will, will figure something out. Um, maybe he has to go lift some weights or something to build more power. Maybe he needs to work on his snaps. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I don't want to take away from you know a, a another win for Jonathan Martinez, and he's on a two fight winning streak. But it's just you know it, to me it begs the question. That's all I'm saying. Which yeah. I mean, speaking of of journey, right? We, as we journey to the fourth fight of the card, the complete yeah. and utter emphasis. You know, ten minute. I mean, ten pounds above in weight class, but also. Um, the emphasis of Jonathan Martinez is Terrence McKinney, T-Rex, Rex, uh, Farah Zion, mm -hmm. with a rear naked choke in the very first round, two minutes and 11 seconds. Uh, not a bad way to earn your pay. Uh, unfortunately, this doesn't get a performance bonus, but, I mean, I think it was you. I, we, maybe this was our, our, our first unanimous uh, pick. Of Terrence yeah, we, we both picked Terrence. Yeah. We both picked T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. T-Rex. Uh, the good thing about this particular fight was uh, T-Rex, uh, his wrestling came in handy. If it was a striking match, it would have been a tough match for him. But you can tell immediately that from, from the very first punch he threw, he threw it to the body. From the shot to the body, he immediately proceeded to follow that shot straight to the legs. Uh, he was able to uh, get an ankle pick of some sort. You know, he was way down there, kind of like Sergio Pe Pe Perez did to me back at uh, CXF or something like that. And, uh, uh, you know, he got the takedown. Once he got the takedown, uh, I believe he went half guard. And from half guard, he was able to sink in a, uh, a rear naked choke, which seemed to have been along the jawline because I couldn't see the chin. If you can't see the chin, that means he's grabbing your face. Uh, it, it seemed to me that this was a pain-type submission. It wasn't a choke or an air submission. Uh, it was more pain. And uh, the man, the young man tapped. Uh, um, the truth is, even if he didn't tap, his face could have been broken. His jaw could have been broken. It's very easy to break a man's face with that squeeze, you know? So, you know, he figured rather than deal with a broken face and get punched in it repeatedly as the fight went on, accumulating more damage. Why don't I just concede and uh, live to fight another day? Um, I think this was a wise decision by young 
Zim Ferez. Um, I'm not mad at his decision at all. He did what he had to. It was either a severe injury and be out, lose a whole bunch of money, or cut my losses. You know, take my fight, fight, uh, fight, fight pay, and of course there won't be any win bonus, which is fine, and uh, live to fight another day. And he, I believe he made the right decision. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I just, yeah. Uh, but T Rex looks really good, and again, this is some. He's building esteem and, um, you know, prominence that you know makes him. You, you remember the everybody that was talking about Johnny Walker after he, yeah. you know, his first fight, and people were already, you know, uh, basically exalting him to the point of fighting John Jones and all mm -hmm. that jazz, right? Mm -hmm. But to, you know, uh, Terrence McKinney is definitely causing conversation, you know, amongst people like, you know, he, maybe he deserves a name. Maybe he deserves a top 15 and everything. And he's making good on those for having exciting fights, being an exciting interview, right? He's not like, you know, stick in the mud and I just want to thank my coaches and everything. You can thank your coaches, but figure out a way that it's entertaining, right? Because, I mean, uh, I don't know, Seinfeld. Uh, living single, uh, you know, all of these shows that are enshrined in TV history. I love Lucy, you know, or whatever, right? Whatever your gimmick is. Uh, they they the reason why it's situation comedies is it's situation comedies, it's a sitcom, right? It's the same situation that you and I go through, whether it be work, home life, uh, spouse, what have you. It's something pretty similar. And because we know what we're going through, it's the reason why it becomes funny, right? Mm -hmm. So why can't an interview be a situation comedy where, or situational whatever, drama, you know, whatever it may be, right? To elicit a response to the viewing audience like any of these shows would be, you know? There's a reason why uh, Law & Order SVU for 20-some-odd years, over 20 years, was able to do the same thing, uh, theoretically, you know, and, and mm -hmm. it's it's a good place because it highlights, you know, sexual and domestic violence and everything like that and, you know, how to, war you know, kind of uh, starve that off, uh, theoretically speaking. Um, but even still, it elicits an emotion. So this is something that T-Rex is doing, you know, fancy, fancy, schmancy finish, one, and then two, being entertaining in the mic, this is something that you and I both propagate. Uh, you know, uh, Rob Hooks Jr., who we've had on the podcast, that is another thing that he lays testament to. So uh, it's good to see it happening, you know. And, uh, oh, big Sergio Strada uh, saying hello, my friends. Always great listening in. I appreciate it. And uh, hey. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when, it, when it comes to uh... – Getting these prepared for battle, you know what I'm saying? This big surge is top three for me. You know what I'm saying? Top three for me when it comes to getting these ready. Outside of my coach, Brian Peterson, big surge, man. You know what I mean? You can wrap my hands any day, my brother. You know what I mean? All day, every day. Shout out to big surge, Sergio Surge, Surge Estrada. If you're looking to get your hands wrapped, fighters, look my man up, man. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Absolutely. And uh, and, and Hamster with the uh, St. Patty's Day said he likes your dog. He likes your dog. 
Sell the yeah, dog earlier. Um, <laughs> loving it. And uh, nothing but love, champ. There you go. That's 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 him. Okay, you the it. man, Serge. You the man. All no. day, every day. Yeah, shout out to Big Sage Estrada. Uh, he was a friend of the According to Woods podcast and a, 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 a true testament to uh, to well, fighters and wellness. So shout out to Big Serge. Um, speaking of shouting out, my goodness, we have to shout out Josan Nunes because, of course, this didn't get any performance bonus. It was complete and utter dominance that she parlayed on the face of Ramona Pascal is... I mean, theoretically, it's a work of art if you're talking about complete and utter destruction. Uh, what Josanne Smith painted on Ramona Pascal's face was a, a masterpiece in destruction. Uh, mm -hmm. there, uh, Ramona had some fleeting flourishes of, of, of prominence and everything, but all in all, you know, second round in, it was... Josanne Nunes. No, she didn't finish Ramona Pascal, but Ramona Pascal, holy moly. I mean, her mm -hmm. her face, even, you know, as she sat coming out of the, the second round, right? Like, you know, the first between the first and the second, her face was obliterated. And the mm -hmm. same thing happened in the, the second going into the third. Mm -hmm. I was just like, how? How? Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, big respect to Ramona Pascal for, for sticking in right but that was a vicious vicious undertaking that she took at the mm -hmm. behest of one uh nunez yeah um ramona at first i thought to myself as i watched the fight unfold i thought to myself how the hell did she make it into the ufc you know even though i chose for her to win based on her record i, I thought to myself uh, how how did she make it into the ufc but then i realized man this chick doesn't quit she doesn't quit. It's all heart. It's it's guns blazing. You know what I mean? Straight cowboy, straight out of Texas. Even though she's not Texan, but you know that's what comes to mind. You know, straight cowboy. Uh, she went in there in the first round. She wanted a firefight, but Josiane Nunez, veteran reaction, didn't react to it. Didn't take the bait. Stayed disciplined. Stayed a sniper firing shots from far away those one twos were plentiful and 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 when the fight made it to the ground uh which was what happened to ramona's uh, uh eye uh she dropped a nice elbow on ramona's eye and uh it changed the landscape now ramona is uh um, seeing with just 50 percent of her vision uh while the fight was on the ground i thought she was gonna quit after that elbow, I believe it was in a second, right when the yeah, second, second was about to end. Second. She, yeah, that she caught that elbow to the eye. But man, Pascal, man, straight tough, tough, tough individual. Uh, I, it's very rare that you find females that come correct like this, straight out of Hong Kong. You know, very, very tough, like unyielding, unyielding, just like iron. You know, you can beat the hell out of her. She will keep coming like the Terminator. This right here, you can build on, right? But we got to make sure there's a little bit more defense in this person. Her striking is a little bit here, right? Elbows got to be down. Fire down the middle while your head gets off the center line. This is how you get down. This is how, like, like, like Nunez was doing. 
Nunez had the hands down, you know, elbows down, I mean, firing down the middle, you know, firing down the middle, throwing occasional kicks, but the bread and butter was right here, right down the middle, elbows down with the head movement, you know, and um, she was able to toe tag her opponent, even though her opponent refused to quit. Ramona, I mean, Nunez clearly was the victor. Yeah, no, 100%. Um... Man, it was just—it was a—it was a dog fight. It was—it was as tough as they come, and Ramona is as tough as they come. Um, yep. N- you know, not sure what the—you know—to have just a one-sided onslaught like that. I don't know where that bodes for you know the trajectory of her career, and like we were saying, like we were saying about Jonathan Martinez. Um, you know, like that's that's a heavy tax that you're paying so early on in your career. So, um, you know, if you're just like the toughest one, right? Like how many how many injuries did one Spike Dudley have just because he was just the toughest, grittiest one? You know, maybe if he had packed on a little bit more muscle, he would be better off, you know. But he seems to be fine, you know. Matt Heisen, he seems to be fine. He's uh, teaching. I think he's a financial advisor, so he's doing wow. just fine. Yeah, so just saying. Just saying. And uh, the good brother Shaman Steve saying, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Shaman Steve. And you can see the miraculous body transformation yeah. that Shaman Steve has gone through yeah. uh, over the course of yeah. the last, uh, yeah, during the pandemic uh, era. So shout yeah. out to Shaman Steve. All day, all day. Shaman Steve went ahead and lost his mind, man. You know, he, he when we first started hiking, he was, uh, he was a bigger fella, you know. But he didn't give a damn. You know what I mean? Whatever hike it was, you know, as tough as they come. He's as tough as they come. He's mentally, mentally tough. That's his greatest attribute. It's not his physique or it's this. He's tough in the mind, you know? So we were going this grueling hike, some of 20 miles, you know? Yeah, his back will be hurting. His this will be hurting. But still, he grinds on. He grinds on, you know? And, and now he's dropped a whole bunch of weight. He's dropped a whole bunch of weight. Uh, he's gotten deep into his meditating. A flexibility improved so much, and uh, he's just an animal. Shaman Steve is an animal, man. Um, not to be messed with. <laughs> well, he says much inspiration comes from Vidu. I learned so much. So. There you go. Um, hey, the truth is, the truth is, you cannot make anyone do something they're not prepared to do themselves. So, Shaman Steve, that was all you, champ. You keep it up. Yeah, keep it up, keep it up. Can't stop, won't stop. But uh, <laughs> speaking, actually, this one did stop because uh, it, it, whatever aspirations that Zurong had for winning this fight, uh, essentially Ignacio Bermondez uh, essentially nullified that in real time. This one gets finished via a bar, a bar, a Bravo choke? That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, Bravo mm-hmm. choke. In the third round, um, mm-hmm. this one again, uh, one of the few finishes on the card. Also, not getting a um, a bonus of any sort. But I mean, this is an impressive showing for Ignacio, especially a, a, a Bravo choke. I don't even think I've ever seen that um, mm-hmm. prior to uh, last night. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it before. It's it, it just it's just rare that you see that you uh, see someone deliver such such a technique. But I'll tell you exactly how it happened. Uh, uh, 
the young man, uh, Ignacio and uh, Zhu, Zhu Rong, they, they went at it. It was a dog fight. Uh, unfortunately for Rong, Rong was a, is a master boxer. Kicking, not, not, not so, no. not that he can't kick, he just doesn't kick as much, you know? And, and it, that is what it is. But Ignacio, Ignacio is a complete fighter. You want to grapple, he can grapple. You want to wrestle, he can wrestle. You want to strike, he can strike. He's an excellent kickboxer slash Muay Thai artist. Uh, he will throw with kicks. He will throw dynamic striking. And that was exactly what he did against Rome. He beat Rome so bad with those front kicks to the body, uh, to the legs, to the calf. He, he just sniped them. I mean, Ignacio was taking a whole bunch of beating himself, right? But the thing is, uh, uh, Ignacio was, was delivering more damage to Rong than, than he was receiving. So he was more than willing to trade. And, and in the third round, the last minute, the last two minutes, uh, Rong being exhausted in a, in, a, in a state that he was in, he went for a, a takedown and left his neck out there. Now, everyone understands that you don't just leave your neck out there. Now, there are people who actually purposely bait their necks to the opponent to grab so they can secure the double leg takedown. And we will discuss this later in, in the Makachev fight. So they can secure the double leg takedown and, and eventually both. That wasn't the case here. This was a case of exhaustion. Uh, wrong shot. His opponent saw the shot. He had that waiting for him. Secured it, locked it in. It was all neck, no arm in, and um, that was it. That was it. He uh, he finished him with that with that with that choke, and it was a beautiful choke. Now, why was he able to secure that choke and execute it so well? I mean, look at the look at the young man Ignacio. The young man, he he's a lean fella, of six three, right? So he's got long arms. He's able to get away with a choke like that. Someone like me, yeah, my arms are long, but they're kind of thick, right? Not that I'm so buff, but compared to, to, to Ignacio, Ignacio has long, lean arms, and those bones will cut right into your neck and, 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 and really make it uncomfortable. One, you can't really breathe well because you, the air choke, the, excess, the blood choke, right? Because of the arteries, that's one. Two, the pain in the neck due to his skinny forearms and, and, or whatnot digging into the neck, this is not fun. So wrong, being, you know, he, he knew the fight was lost. He was either gonna go to sleep or tap, so he chose to tap. Why hurt yourself? Why lose brain cells when you can live to fight another day? That's another smart tap, you ask me. I don't believe in going to sleep, that's retarded. Yeah, I mean, there, there it is. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, is you know Bushido, you know, if you're trying to make money or or, or advance your your career or, or your name value, name recognition, right? You know, going out doesn't do too much. I mean, we're not in that what Bret Hart, you know, uh, tapping out some cold team Austin when the bloody yeah. masses flowing across his face. We're not right. there. I mean, they were able yeah. to draw amazing money. Hey, not hey, a that was a that was a title match, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Wait, yeah. So uh, it makes sense. It makes sense yeah. to That's put a money match. line for a title match. But a fight like this, you're going to lose anyway. Man, yeah. let him have it. He's earned it. 
Yeah. And I'm excited for Ignacio. Um, and, you know, he is Chilean uh, by by birth, which mm-hmm. hasn't, I don't think of a time ever in the whole kind of lithosphere and history of MMA where Chile is a major power, right? And, you know, with him, I mean, he's got some exciting finishes. When you're talking about, uh, you know, his his win over his K over Roosevelt Roberts with a wheel kick, front kick, Edson Gomez, you know, he can give you these gritty, um, you know, split decisions and everything, but he, he does everything like he does everything. So as he gets higher in the card, I, you know, you got to think about these kids in Chile or these adults in Chile that are just like, Oh, this might be another way to, to, um, elevate myself from a position, right. You know, whether you're a, a person, you know, who is suffering domestic abuse, you get into MMA and you start defending yourself, right? There, mm-hmm. Have the confidence, right? Uh, and it could be domestic abuse. It could be bullying or whatever, it, whatever it is. And I don't know what the MMA or jiu-jitsu uh, scene is or combat sports scene is in Chile at large. But if there wasn't already gyms already and legit gyms and everything like that, I as this gentleman, you know, starts to get closer and closer to the top of the pecking order in his division, right? Uh-huh. His name is La Hala, the cage, right? Uh-huh. It's so, uh-huh. it's so perfect. It's, it's a lot of poetic justice that's going into this, that it uh-huh. might supersede, you know, Chile to being maybe in contention of Japan, US, Brazil, um, and even Mexico, thanks to the Enstrom gym, right, and mm-hmm. uh, a couple of other gyms down there, you know, as a as a superpower in terms of MMA dominance. And I, I would love mm-hmm. to see that. Everybody should get a run at the top, uh, assuming that, you know, you're doing the work. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, for me, I, there's so much inspiration. And for a guy like that who's long and lanky, right, like when you think about like a John Jones or, you know, I even I even think about it, right? The reason why John Jones was so great is he was able to use his range and distance, which you were talking about, you know, being able to hit those chokes and hit those mm-hmm. kicks and punches and everything like that because managing the distance. Unfortunately, we've seen, you know, pre and during the John Jones era, guys like, um, Jesus, I just had a uh, Kendall Grove, right? Kendall Grove right. didn't use his range. Stefan Struve didn't use his range. He's clearly above his head and shoulders above the octagon in the, the mm-hmm. most literal way, but wasn't able to manage it uh, the best way. And I think John Jones is a, a great example, but we're seeing a different side of, you know, um, that methodology with Ignacio. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, put too much on him, not you know, but this could be exciting and not just you know, in terms of his personal career, but what it does for his home country. Yeah, it, 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 Ignacio seems to me like one of those kids that, that started in Taekwondo and, and you know, started competing in Taekwondo, saw some, 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 uh, some promise, uh, moved from Chile, and now is residing in, in Chicago, Illinois. And uh, now, he, you know, he's, becoming well-rounded in his craft. Uh, he's still young. Uh, he has a few fights on his record, you know. 
amateur career was was just one fight. But you know, he he he's a he he's a complete fighter. He started he start he he became pro in 2015. You know, and he's won more than he's lost. Does he understand what it means to lose? Yes. Does he understand what it means to go into deep waters? Yes, because he's lost by unanimous decision. He's lost by split decision. He's lost by 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 submission, right? Uh, the only thing he hasn't seen is is his lights have never been turned off. So things things are still good for him. Things are still good. Um, the future is bright. The future is bright for him. Uh, his style that he brings to the to the table is the future. Right, he's a complete striker. He's moving towards free flow, right? In 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 the way he approaches things. So just keep pacing him. Please do not throw him at the wolves yet. Keep having him fight people that are around his his range, so he can continue to grow. This kid right here could be marketable in South America, most definitely. He speaks uh good English, right? Uh, he's not that. He's not bad looking, right? So when it comes to it, and it's time to go to Chile, he, you can hand him the baton, and he'll he'll do great things with it. I mean, look at look at uh, Brandon Moreno, uh, not too long ago when he had the title, right? Mexico was in an uproar. Now we have another young fella. Uh, I mean, we 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 have a, a um, uh, uh, what's his name? I mean, South America is just popping right now, man. South America is yeah. popping, and these guys. They see they they were they were known for boxing. Now they're div diversifying their portfolio and branching out and 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 becoming well-rounded and and with their never die attitude and a well-rounded uh, foundation. These guys are going to be formidable. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, and uh, yeah, to me, I just I I'm thinking beyond. So. Um, Bearing, you know, his his nose stays clean, you know, literally and figuratively, uh, mm -hmm. because we might have had that problem with John Jones. Um, you know, he becomes a he becomes a a superstar, you know, and mm -hmm. oh well, it's just in that region. Well, guess what? You know, there's a reason why they've had previous seasons of, uh, you know, Ultimate Fighter Latin America, right? And I think Moreno is a product of of such, right? So. Yeah. You know, with that all being said, that, that I mean, obviously UFC sees the value. Um, mm -hmm. I would, you know, and, and like you said, um, not to, to to give him too much too early. You know, not to give him too much uh, beyond his, you know, his uh, his acumen, right? Mm -hmm. But there's there's something special if he keeps if he continues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, among his peers, he is definitely a rising star. Yeah, absolutely. Now this one was a, a battle of rising stars to fall because we have mm -hmm. Armenia's Armin Petrosian against Gregory uh, Gregory Rodriguez, right? Uh, Rodriguez, obviously a former LFA champion. Uh, I, you know what? I to me, Gregory rodriguez like the first time i saw him he was at black house here in la right and mm -hmm. uh you know i was just like whoa there's something there's something with this dude right and that was i think this is one of his first american lfa fights right and i was like oh there's something different about this gentleman right um and 
then he leaves Black House and then goes over to South Florida with Sanford MMA and Henry Hooft, right? Um, so Armin Petrosian literally beats the best version at this current juncture of the Robocop Gregory Rodriguez. That's yeah. saying something, right? And yeah. both of these, you know, both of these guys were near undefeated, you know, going going into this. And, you know, it was Armin that essentially uh, made sure that if he didn't know that he might have been superior on this night, he was going to tell you he was Superman over Robocop. Yes, it was a split decision. Um, it could have gone either way. But, you know, again, with everything, I mean, he's he's Armenian, but he's Russian Armenian, born in Russia. With all the stuff that's going on right now, especially in that you know, uh, region of the world, you know, uh, and even though he was born in Russia, he he holds the the uh, capital of Yerevan, Armenia, uh, as his hometown that he's announced for. So, mm -hmm. uh, there's, uh, you know, if you're going to make a, a story out of, you know, loss and all, all that stuff, like this would be it, you know. Um, and actually, his gym, his gym that he's currently training at. Is still in Russia. So regardless of whatever is going on in your home region to be able to pull off a win like this, it says something about the tenacity of mm -hmm. one Armin Petrosian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, prior to becoming um, a uh, mixed martial artist, this dude, he's had many, 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 many kickboxing matches. So he's very, very... I mean, just by watching him fight, the the fact that he's able to move for 15 minutes like he moved, being pressured, fighting off his heel, and, and still landing tremendous shots, lets you know that 7-1 is truly not his identity. He he is far more superior than than that 7-1 and one record shows. Uh, uh, his opponent, uh, Gregory Rodriguez, I have a change of heart. Based on that performance, I have a change of heart. Um, I was, I've been very hard on Gregory the past few years, and he proved to me yesterday belong in 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 the UFC, and that this is just the beginning. This is what I feel about Gregory. Uh, he he was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. His striking has improved so much. I I I, I love his game plan. The game plan was to, to stand with this fellow, push him, push him, make him fight, make him strike, make him sweat, make him exhaust himself. And then by the third round, shoot the double, take him down and drown him. Excellent game plan. And he stuck to the game plan, right? You can see the maturity in, in, in Gregory. Uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. His striking is improving. Every day. It's slow, but it's improving. Every time I see him, I see improvement. I see improvement. I mean, dude, he almost won this fight. It was a split decision. It was a split decision. He did he did so well. I I Greg Gregory. Oha. Oha. I wish I could speak Portuguese, man, just and give you your props, man. But poha is all I know. You know? Poha. That's all I gotta say. Excellent match, brother. Excellent match. Uh I wish I could tell you to your face, but damn, man, I enjoyed your match. I enjoyed your match with that 
with that assassin. Petrosian is no easy, easy task. Petrosian ran most of the time. And, and I don't mean run as in not trying to engage. He was extremely defensive while Gregor was offensive. And, and Petrosian being the, the higher IQ striker, he performed the way he was supposed to and Gregory did what he was supposed to. Uh, he shot in in that third, uh, in a, almost at the end of the second round, saved by the bell, right? Came back in the third and uh, they went at it again. He was able to shoot again. He almost, he took the back, went for that knee bar. I can't remember what that knee bar is called. It's named after someone, some, some name that I can't pronounce. He executed that, that knee bar. Now, mind you, if this was your average Joe, that would have been that would have been it. But because this man is a kickboxer, dexterity is mandatory to be in to be in an excellent kickboxer. So when he was put in that position and his leg was being stretched out, he didn't tap. He didn't tap because yeah, I mean the 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 hamstring was really really tight, right? Because this is what you're attacking. It's really not a knee bar. It's, you're trying to rip the ham, hamstring. And sometimes you can, you can get the hip on the knee, but most folks tap because of the pressure on the hamstring. This man had a loose hamstring because, you know, he, he's used to kicking and he didn't tap. And he was able to get out. Uh, Gregor, Gregory, expended so much energy in trying to get that finish, was depleted a bit, but he kept fighting. He was able to bust up his opponent who had a clean face the entire time. And, uh, you know, uh, in an attempt to secure the takedown, Gregor took a knee to the face, which cut his face. But, you know, the man is tough as nails, man. Shout out to Gregor. Shout out to, to Petrosian. Excellent matchup between the two. Um, I cannot wait to see these two fight again. You're uh, you're 100% right. Uh, a really good match from both gentlemen. And uh, mm -hmm. the good brother, Alex Ramirez, says, Hi, Adam, and hi, Voodoo. Happy Sunday. Uh, happy Sunday to you and yours and everybody watching. Um, now we have uh, another Armin, right? Uh, this is Armin Sarukian uh, mm -hmm. besting Joel Al Alvarez. Literally KO's uh, Alvarez, or I mean, I guess it would be a TKO of Joel Alvarez in the second round, starting out the main events, the main card, I, I would say. Um and actually earning himself a $50,000 bonus uh, and the first $50,000 bonus of the night being administered to one Armin Sarukian. Um, hey, man, I'm going to stay on the record and I'm going to keep saying Armin Sarukian is the finest mixed martial artist out of Armenia or of Armenian descent. I don't care who came before him or who's coming after him. Right now, Armin is the man. He's the best that I've ever seen. Uh, who the hell goes in there against against uh, 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 Islam Makachev and go 15 minutes with Islam Makachev without being stopped? Armin Sarukin. Armin Sarukin. His only loss in the UFC has been to who? Islam Makachev, the next in line for the title. His only loss, well, he's, he's lost to Alexander Belich. Back in the days, you know, he was knocked out in 30 seconds, right? These things happen. We all, we, you know, you stay in the game long enough, you will get caught. But he's got two losses. And, 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 and the man, 17 and two, come on, man. The man is the terror. 
terror, excellent striking. Some of the best boxing you've seen. Some of the best kickboxing you've seen. Some of the best wrestling you've seen. Some of the best submission you've seen. Some of the best Muay Thai you've seen. He's just all well-rounded, and he's ready to go. His opponent was was at least five inches taller than him, something ridiculous like that. Phenomenal, phenomenal, 6'3". Six, 6'3". Six he had all the reach advantage. He had all of that. The Sarukian following the game plan of his team. You know, he, you know, if he stood there and he struck with this fella, that's a good chance, you know, he's going to get touched more than he, he's willing to get touched. At five foot seven, going up, going up against six foot three, what do you do? You take away immediately what his advantages are. Is he a good grappler? Yeah, he's a good grappler. But guess what? You're not going to bruise up my face. Let's go to the ground. I put you on your back. You might be a better jujitsu artist than me, but my jujitsu is, is good enough such that I can defend whatever submission you're trying to throw on. Now, who's a better wrestler? You or me? Sarukin believes in his wrestling, so he utilizes wrestling. And while he was grinding and pounding, he dropped two severe, devastating elbows that split his opponent so bad that he was gushing blood like a water fountain. Yes, yes, like a water fountain. Right between the eyes, delivered the elbow. Another one broke his nose. You know what I mean? Sarukin, man. We first saw him in, in, in uh, um, Abu Dhabi, right? Uh, Fight Island was, was, I believe, was the first time we saw him. And he's been devastating ever since. I mean, uh, he fought, he fought uh, Islam Makachev. I, I think it might have been on short notice at, at Fight Island. That was the only fight he lost. But yet, he might have lost to Islam Makachev. But guess what? The man is still here. And Islam is the only person that he's lost to in the UFC. The fights keep getting tougher and tougher and tougher, and he keeps showing up. Now, here's another fella that we do not want to rush. You know, we do not want to rush him. We want to keep him on pace, right? So when we go to that region of Russia, that region of Russia that borders Armenia or whatever, and, you know, that little area right there, he will sell. He will sell. He's as good as Russian. The Russians follow him. The Armenians follow him. Hey man, you can't go. You can't. You can't lose with a with a with a uh, with this kid. You can't lose. You can't lose. Arman Sarukian, shout out. Uh, Joel Alvarez, I know you will recover. A phenomenal. You'll recover and you'll be back. I mean, your record is nineteen and, and three. You know, uh, similar to Sarukian, he just had better wrestling than you. You know, I'm sure you're pretty good yourself. But um, you know, uh, Arman showed you what you need to work on. We'll go out there, work on it, and come back better. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Now you say, you know, uh, Armin Sarukian might be the best uh, Armenian fighter Armenian. on the block. Now, mm-hmm. that I just find it. Um, I don't know, yeah, not let's that discuss he, it. Let's well, I mean, it. it's wild. What you got for that, me? Let's, let's discuss. Well, it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you can compare, right? But. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, Gokur Shevichian just got uh, inducted into the Armenian Sports Hall of Fame, right? Let me call a timeout. Gokur never fought mixed martial arts. Yeah, but that's almost like I'm saying... Out. Remember, I, I said mixed martial artists. I thought you said... Armenian mixed martial artists I've ever Oh, mixed seen. martial artists. Yeah. But then, okay, yeah. but if you're I mean, there are great Armenians out there. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Gokur is he's a father of, of wrestling, right? 
When it comes to wrestling, go court. Yeah, of course. But mixed martial artists, I've yet to see a complete Armenian as such. Complete. Uh, you, you might want to say, Carl, well, Carl Perugian. Carl Perugian had a hip toss. He had a hip toss. He couldn't step in that ring and get, get down with a, 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 a BJ Penn. You saw what BJ Penn did to him. Knocked that tooth out. Right? Or was that, was that, uh, was that, uh, yes, yes. Yes. What's that fellow's name? The one that uh, had the crazy manager? Wait. The one that uh, had the cra crazy managers in MMA? What? Yeah, the, 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 the Hispanic fella. Yes. 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 Oh, Diego Sanchez? Diego Sanchez. Either, either Diego Sanchez knocked his tooth out or BJ Penn. One of, one of them knocked his tooth out. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 dude, Diego had fury. He had, ah, fury. But, he never really had excellent striking. So if Diego can do that to you, I don't think you are an excellent mixed martial artist. He was an excellent wrestler, excellent judoka, but he was no excellent mixed martial artist. That's why he never saw a title. And, and, and that's my honest opinion. Armin Sarukian is the man. He is the man. He is the man. In regards to Armenian fighters, I've yet to see one that rivals him. They all come close, but no cigar. I like it. I mean, there you go. There you go. Um, Justice Seven. What up, Justice Seven? Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Justice Seven looks like a uh, like an African fighter. Are you an African fighter, Justice Seven? Shout out to Justice Seven. Yeah. He well, looks like it, an African fighter. Where are you from, Justice Seven? Give us your bio. Yeah, man. Uh, so as we wait. Uh, for Justice Seven's response, we will get into the second fight of the main event. Well, the main card, rather. Why do I say main event? But we have the the uh, second straight uh, recipient of a performance a performance bonus. We have Priscilla Priscilla Cachueta, uh beat Jin Yon Kim. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a, a reassertion of Priscilla Cachueta's uh, dominance, right? Uh, this is a unanimous decision win. Um, Jesus, she's just on a tear. That's she's just scary, man. And it, uh, but the the fact that who does she have waiting for her if she continues on this path of dominance? What does Zombie Girl have for her? Oh, waiting in the wings is none other than Valentina the Bullet Shevchenko. Holy but Jesus, holy but Jesus, like that's. That's a zero-sum game, you know, which she already uh, fought, right, back at UFC Fight Night 125. Um, I don't believe that was for a title. That was pre-Valentina being a champion. Um, mm -hmm. This was on the undercard, right? So uh, she already lost, right? But maybe, just maybe, you know, Kashweta uh, uh, has something that she didn't have, right, a little piece, a little integer of what she didn't have the first time she fought, um, uh, you know, Valentina. So, um, you know, I, I, you just never know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, I totally disagree with this unanimous decision victory. Ooh. No, not at all. Not at all. It's, it's not even close, man. Not even close. Uh, uh, Ji Young Kim, peace to something terrible. Towards the end, she was able to land an elbow. 
right? And, and cut Jing Yong on the side of the face, right? Uh, I don't know what the, I, I totally disagree with the judges, right? Yes, Priscilla had pressure. She pressured, she pressured, and she ran into a bunch of shots. Continuously ran into a bunch of shots. Continuously. Continuously. Yeah, she looked ferocious. But you go in there against Valentina Shevchenko with that kind of attitude, you're going to die. You're going to die. She's going to die if she goes in there against Shevchenko, man. Uh, uh, I mean, by now, you've been in there with Shevchenko before, right? Is that, is that what you said? She's been in there with Shevchenko yeah. before? Absolutely. And, and she lost, right, by Ray Nikachok. This mm -hmm. time, I guarantee you, if she goes in there against Shevchenko again, she will on, not only lose by devastating knockout, she might not make it back into mixed martial arts. That's my honest opinion. I mean, Shanna Dobson knocked her ass out by uppercuts. Jenna Mazzani by, you know, you know what I mean? Jean Jung was just not strong enough to knock her ass out. That, that's why that fight went for so long. Jing Yoon was pissing her up, hitting her with shots that, that what? Are you serious? And then, and then, and then the judges give it to her? Oh, what? Are you serious? I couldn't believe what I was watching. When judges get it wrong, they get it wrong. And this is one of those situations. Um, yeah, she landed a, a good elbow at the end that cut the opponent, but... Did you see her face? Her yeah. face was a mess. She yeah. was mangled. Yeah, she landed shots as well. I mean, it's a fight. You're gonna, we're all going to trade shots, right? But they both stood in the pocket. They banged it out. And Kim landed better shots. She just wasn't strong enough to knock out the opponent. The kind of shots she was hitting her with, you know, you see how many times she got stunned? Are you serious? If that was Valentina, Valentina would have send her to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So don't tell me that she won by unanimous decision. First of all, she didn't win by split decision. Not talking about unanimous. I think she lost. She lost that fight. She lost that fight by yeah. split decision. I'll give her that. I think she lost the fight by split, split decision. I don't know what them judges were thinking, man. Straight up. Jeez. All right. Don't get hot about it. Dang. I mean, I'm very hot about it, man. I, I can tell. I, I know. I, I I know how hard it is to go in there and 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 face a zombie like that. You know what I mean? She kept throwing at her, even though she kept walk, walking into them punches, taking them. Boom! Getting rocked. Boom! 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 Excellent boxing. Crisp. Crisp. Hey, when you want to go in the cage and you want to throw, that's how you throw. Kim is a boxer specialist landing excellent shots combination striking not just a bunch of uh, 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 uh. it wasn't none of that 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 priscilla cachuera was throwing uh, 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 none of that precision striking precision striking not that uh, stuff uh, 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 who in their right mind give a win to someone uh, 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 does that fights like that i mean come on man like come on i, I don't know what else to say bro 
Yeah, I guess we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, yeah. But giving us a little bit of context, Justice Seven saying, "Nah, I'm American from North Carolina." North Carolina. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, hey. But but the Af- Africa is strong within you. Uh, Justice Seven is strong within you, right? So tap into it, brother. Tap into it. Meditate. Tap into it, and go destroy some folks. Let's go. There you go. Uh, speaking of destruction. We are at the co-main events of the evening. We have Wellington Terman versus Misha Kirkinov. Uh, and this one was uh, the prodigy, Wellington Terman, all the way. Uh, that's a really fun name to say, Wellington Terman, right? Um, but he finishes this in the second round via armbar. And this ends up being the very last um fight bonus as well as the third straight fight bonus uh literally that we had of the fight night not even uh islam makashev got a uh fight bonus for his win you know so that's that yeah i mean uh uh this was a very interesting match uh wellington torn uh, Thurman, I said Thorn. <laughs> Thurman, he uh, yeah. he was able to secure a redneck choke early on, but it wasn't under the chin. And Misha, being the savage that he is, he took the pain and 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 he he removed the hooks and he shook them off and dropped them. Once he dropped them, he went in on them. He went ham on them and he started dropping devastating strikes from the top. And 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 before you know it, the round was over. Now round two comes. Misha had exhausted himself in round one. So Wellington, you know, started doing what he had to do, piecing him up little by little. Uh, the fight ended up on the ground. Misha was able to secure a takedown uh, from guard. Uh, Wellington was able to uh, uh, control the situation, uh, steal a, uh armbar, and before he can even put his hips into it, uh, uh, Misha was already tapping. So it was real tight, real deep and tight. I got to give a give it up to Wellington Torn. It was a beautiful, beautiful armbar, beautiful armbar, because uh, there was no space to escape at all. The elbow was resting right on the hip, and 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 the arm was well trapped. You know that inverted armbar. He damn near broke his arm. If that referee, that referee almost he almost screwed up. He almost got Misha hurt. You know, but he was able to make that adjustment. Though he was late, he did make the right move and saved Misha. From ruining his career and uh Wellington Thorne with that beautiful on bar victory. Yeah, um, yeah, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh and Justice Seven says bloodline. That's yeah. right, man. That's right, that's right. All day, all day. Yeah. Good luck to uh, you, brother. There we go. And uh I guess without further ado, we are at the main events of the evening. We have one King Bobby Green stepping in, in sh- on short notice, taking mm-hmm. on uh, the vicious uh, Islam Makachev, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, uh, Makachev has been KO'd. I, I want to shout out Joel Rojas from the Beyond the Cage with Joel podcast, who's like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, somebody from on Twitter was like, oh, well, uh, Makachev is better than Khabib in every way, right? But I believe also, it. I agree. You every say, way, except wrestling. But what about the KO? Yeah. 
What about the KO? Didn't he didn't he get KO'd by somebody? Yeah, he got KO'd, but 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 it doesn't mean Khabib is better. It just means okay. Khabib had favorable matchups. That's what that means. Favorable matchups. You know what I mean? Favor favorable matchups. That's what that means. Makachev is the complete fighter out of the two. Khabib, no doubt, the greatest wrestler we've ever seen on this part of the world or on this continent or any other continent in the world. I'll give him that. I'll give Khabib that. No problem. I do not hate Khabib. But facts are facts. Makachev is an excellent boxer, excellent kickboxer. You know what I mean? He's got excellent striking, right? Uh, even even uh, uh, Usman. Usman Nurmagomedov. I think he's actually the peak of the Nurmagomedov. Usman is the peak of the Nurmagomedov. His wrestling is, you know, superior to most fighters, but it's not the best. But his striking, ah, striking is phenomenal. Kickboxing is phenomenal. He can stand with you if he wants to. He just chooses to take you down and choke you out in a traditional way, by choice. He chooses not to get his face messed up, not to get his face scarred by choice. He could stand with you if he wants to. He could he could give you that kind of fight if he wants to. He chooses not to. You know what I mean? Uh, the easiest, the least, the path of least resistance is what he chooses. And this is what you're supposed to do in mixed martial arts. Find the path of least resistance. And that's what Islam Makachev did against Bobby Green. He knew. Uh, uh, there's a good chance he could fight against Bobby Green, but he also knows that there's a good chance that Bobby Green, being the veteran that he is, could land a lucky shot, which is what we were banking on. That's why I chose Bobby Green. I knew Islam had that wrestling dominance. I knew Bobby Green had had no chance against that wrestling. We all knew that. We all knew that. But Bobby Green has been he's been a a, a mixed martial arts veteran on this part of town. For so long that I'm not going to choose some Russian over him. Hell no. I don't give a damn how good the Russian is. Bobby Green is homegrown. You know what I'm saying? I think he's from Victorville or something like that. You know what I mean? He's, he's Los Angeles all the way. There's no way I'm picking a Russian. I don't give a damn what kind of weapons you got, Russian. You know what I mean? OG Bobby Green all day, every day. And I, I will never, ever, ever not pick Bobby Green in that kind of situation. Uh, it's just It's just the way it is. Uh, Makachev, congratulations on your your title your title uh your title shot. Great for you. You know you've earned it. Ten fight win streak. Ten fight win streak. I got over there. I got over there, and I I defend against Charles. If I fight Conor McGregor, it's easy money. Easy money. It's too easy. I I no problem. I fight him. I fight him. Uh, am I going to fight uh Bobby Green again? Uh, I already, uh, he's part of my list. Uh, he's part of my list. He can go fight 10 straight victories and maybe we can talk again. Uh, uh, I get the title shot. Then I wait, call Khabib. Khabib said, I get the title shot. And then my turn. It's my title shot. And I go in there and I get victories. I be this is the hardest training. Uh, uh, so many drills. I, I do so many drills. Uh, I'm so prepared. Ben Darius, he breaks his leg. He's, he's, he's very good. Uh, I, I look forward to Ben Darius. Uh, but I, I get the tattoo shot now. Now I, I wait and I fight for the tattoo. Uh, I, don't, I don't see any problem with that. You know, the man is a force to be reckoned with. 
it doesn't make sense that he doesn't get the title. Now, if Conor McGregor was to show up and, and Dana gives him the title, I wouldn't be mad at that either. Mind you, I am an MMA fan. Uh, this is sports entertainment. It's not Makachev. Though, he's far superior in all skills, right? He is not my first choice for the title because he is not exciting. He is not exciting. Facts are facts. He is not exciting, which is why it seems like I don't like Khabib. Khabib is not exciting as well. He's not exciting. Um, it is what it is. Uh, they, they have a skill set that is dominant, but yet not entertaining. You will have to be a Brian Peterson to enjoy these people. You will have to be uh, uh, um, Kevin Randleman and, and Mark Coleman to enjoy these people. Um, most MMA fans are not these professional wrestlers, uh, uh, amateur wrestlers. Uh, uh, most people don't want to see that. But it's part of the game, and they use it. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm not mad at them for using it. But understand. If Conor was to show up, even though I'm saying right now that Islam Makachev is the rightful person for this title shot, even though I'm saying this, I'm saying this to you. Yeah, you're listening to me say this. And Conor McGregor shows up, I pick Conor. Right now I'm saying Islam. Yeah, Islam. Islam Makachev, he deserves the title right now. Right now there's nobody else that can come forward and, and do something different that, 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 that is worthy of this championship. But when Conor McGregor come and he is already four fight losing streak, I don't care. I don't care. I want to see Conor McGregor. I want to see Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. That's what I want to see. Take the title shot. Yeah? Yeah? That's what I want to see. Take the title shot. Because I know when Conor McGregor show up, everybody's going to have, everybody's going to make money. Everybody on YouTube making videos going to make money. Everybody interview going to make money. Connor's gonna make money. The opponent's gonna make money. Do you understand me? Everybody make money. Everybody. Now, now, when Islam Makachev fights, Islam is gonna make money. Maybe his opponent make money. Depends on pay per view. Pay per view is not gonna sell that much because it's facts. Facts is facts. And Connor fights three million. You know what? Hold up. If they fight in Abu Dhabi, that oil money will back it. And, and, and Islam will sell. I wouldn't be shocked if he did three million. Actually, that's a fact. He wants to fight in Abu Dhabi for a reason. You know what I mean? He keeps saying, oh, my people, my people want, can't watch me fight visa. It ain't about the visa. Don't lie. Don't lie. It ain't about the visa. It's the fact that in the United States, you ain't selling jack, jack. But in the Middle East, the Russian money will back you. The, 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 the Saudi Arabia money, that oil money will back you, so you will sell, right? You will sell only if it happened in Abu Dhabi. Without Abu Dhabi, you sell nothing. You sell nothing. And we all don't make no nothing, right? All the internet people make no money, none. Only the fighters make money, and Dana White. And it's going to be a paltry sum compared to Conor McGregor money. That's, of course. You know, if we go, oh, yeah, I made money, right? Oh, 300000 right? That's that's what Francis Ngannou, what, what was it, in the six figures? Something like, Something like that. Right? 
It was in the yeah, six figures. He so made six hundred thousand or something like that. Okay, that's that's a heavyweight champion. That's yeah. a heavyweight champion that just the baddest beat, man on the planet. Right, and beat uh, his chief rival right in a way that nobody expected him to. And if nobody. he got six hundred thousand, right? Yeah, Islam Makhachev, you're gonna get money fighting in the U.S. It'll be it's going to get 150, 100,000. <laughs> You're not going to crack 300,000. There's no way. Oh, no. No way. what? Your 10 fight win streak means nothing. Exactly. When it comes so, to finance, hey, we're talking mic skills. We're talking winning, which you already have. You have one third and you're missing two thirds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't expect big money if you only have one third. Now, what's his what's his uh, uh, Instagram following like? Does he have a million followers? I don't think so. I don't think he Let's has a million see. followers. Let's just check. I bet uh, you he doesn't. It's not my three hundred and fifty thousand. You got it already? Does he? I don't know. Okay, three hundred and fifty thousand. It's not my Let Let's see. I'm pulling it up on the yeah. Islam anybody? Yeah. Anybody out there? Islam Makhachev. Oh, 3.6 million followers. He's got 3.6 million. <laughs> oh, hey, I bet you every last one of them is Russian. Hey, oh, yes, every last one of them hey, did He did tell us back then. He said, he said, he said, Irish, 1 million. Russian, 215 million. You know, it does make sense that he has, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, hey, I bet you they're all Russian. I, I mean, he's got him. Where are they coming? He's from? got him. He definitely got him. Yeah. <laughs> so if he has say, three point something million, how much does Khabib have? Khabib must wait, have like ten. I want to go him to Connor. Forty-four oh, yeah, point three. Yeah, it's a huge difference. Okay, yeah, Connor. Okay, so Khabib. Uh, uh, hey, 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 hey! Connor's on the whole. Thirty-three million followers. Yeah, and, 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 and remember, 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 he said, he said, Irish 1.6 million, Russian 250 million, and he still has more following than you. So, there you go, there you go. Yeah. This is why, if Connor was to show up on the day of the fight, I tell Islam, Islam, take a seat, take a seat, real fighters coming. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, no disrespect, Islam. I'm just joking. But you get my point, man. This yeah. is business. This is business. If Dana was to say, yo, I'm sorry, Islam, you're going to have to take a back seat. We're going with Connor. I'm not mad at that, man. Remember, we are in the business of making money. We are in the business of entertaining. If the poll goes up, Islam or Connor, even though Russia has $250 million following or whatever, they're all gonna go Connor because he's excited. He's got the mic skills. He's gonna entertain us. Win or lose, he's gonna perform. I mean, he went four rounds with Khabib, and Khabib is the best ever. Mm-hmm. Only man to beat Khabib in a round. Right. Only man to beat Khabib in a round. Come on, man. You can't be mad at this fellow. You just can't. No, hundred percent. Well, and uh, Shaman Steve saying Francis also did that. With torn ligaments, no, with a torn ligament, right? With a exactly. torn ligament. Right. So, so with that all being said, right? Um, and I'm gonna borrow a page out of Fred Kirby from the Keyboard Warriors deal uh, for my rant. Like, 
Oh, you gonna wait for a title shot, Jack? Do you know how many motherfuckers are fucking waiting for the title shots that are probably outside of the UFC now waiting for their fucking title shot? They're waiting for their fucking title shot and got released, right? <laughs> fucking top 10 fighter, whatever the fuck, got released and shit like, go ahead, wait for your damn title shot. Cool, cool story, bro. Like that, yeah. <laughs> you, you you waiting for fucking uh, uh, you know uh, Uncle hey. Dana to fucking water your well? That well, right. that fucking shit will run dry like the goddamn Boys to Men song. That, Islam, you know, like Islam better go to Eagle FC and become champion over there. Yeah, but is Eagle FC doing the numbers? Like, what what are the numbers? Yeah, right. You know, That's what are, I'm are are they behind Russian paywall that like you can't really Man. see or? Otherwise, Eagle, like, Eagle, FC, Eagle FC is going to find out what it is to do business in this shark-infested waters. Yes, they have a lot of, of money backing them. He's got that oil money backing them, right? But Ted Turner had a whole lot of money back in WCW back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You got to know how to play the game like Vince McMahon did against Ted Turner. Like, hey, man, we're in it for the long run. You want to spend money? Spend money. We'll spend skill. We'll spend skill and build new stars. You go ahead and keep spending money. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. They're going to keep spending money, keep spending money. Sooner or later, the Sultan's going to be like, uh, uh, come into my parlor. Come into my castle, <laughs> Khabib. Come into my castle. Come, come in here. Uh, I am looking at this bill. Why? So many millions of dollars gone and no interest. What's going on here? Why? Why? You pay these fighters. I don't, who is this? Who is this? I don't know this guy. Why he gets 150 million? Why he don't pay pennies like Dana White? Dana White pay him $1,000. You pay him 150? What is wrong here? What is wrong here? Why you do this? Uh, you are not ambassador of mixed martial arts for Arab country anymore. Uh, you are a good fighter, but not good businessman. We'll see. We will see. We will see. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely something. But, I mean, speaking of things that we will see, we will see a hell of a lot of MMA action this week, much like the week um, before it, because essentially what we have is we have a uh, PFL, what is it, it, like a contender series? I think that's going mm -hmm. down, right? Um, PFL 3. Right, and that, that kind of reminds me of the Strike Force Challenger series back in the day yeah. when that was still yeah. a thing. Um, yeah. yeah, the PFL Challenger Series. Also, mm -hmm. uh, Cage Warriors uh, returns to the U.S. In, yeah, in San Diego, where we mm -hmm. have a lot of Southern California talent. Um, yeah. It's headlined by none other than a team body shop uh, slash, um, what is it, Affliction uh, fighter, mm -hmm. Joshua Jones. Uh, Subfighter. Yeah. Yeah. Jason has a subfighter. Uh, Joshua Jones, a Bellator veteran. That dude's been everywhere, and he's headlining mm -hmm. card. Uh, we've even got, uh, you know, a, a former UFC veterans like Max Rochkov. Uh, we've got uh, Ethan Ewing, who's out of uh, CSW. Luke mm -hmm. Falterstack, who's mm -hmm. out of uh, Dan Henderson. No, actually, Alliance. I'm sorry. Yeah, Alliance MMA. Uh, so they got a lot of. A lot of uh, Southern California talent on that. Uh, Enrique Marte. Uh, that's yeah. So this is this is a a, a decent card, man. And mm -hmm. again, you were talking about Eagle FC, right? Like, what does that differ from? You know, essentially, 
the Cage Warriors who have mm -hmm. very similar cards, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, are you going to beat the production values of PFL? To me, I think PFL has the best production values in the game right now, honestly. Beat UFC and it. Bellator. Uh, both. I, I just, it, it's visually amazing. And, you know, their fight kits versus the UFC fight kits. PFL's got it on yeah. lock, you know? I'm not I want to pair me of those tights, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, that there's a whole lot of stuff. And then obviously, I guess the main event of uh, the weekend would be next Saturday's UFC pay-per-view where we have mm -hmm. Jorge Masvidal going against his, his former friend in uh, Colby Covington. And I think yeah. it's all, I think it's a work. I think they're working us because this is a non non-title UFC pay-per-view, right? right? So they have to drop, right. you know, uh, drop the drama as best as possible. Obviously, we're right. going to get to it uh, come Thursday, but I, you know, I just, you know, I, I just, I, I smell bullshit. I smell bullshit. Hey, man. Here. Hey, you can go ahead and fool me, man. Hey, I, I grew up watching uh, uh, sports entertainment, uh, WWE, WWF, WCW. Go ahead and fool me, man. Fool me. You just better make sure you deliver. That's where I stand. And that's what my thing is. Go ahead and fool me. Lie to me all you want. Uh, give me a show. Jedi mind trick me. I'll let you. You just make sure when you all get in that cage, somebody gets smashed. As long as somebody gets smashed, it's okay to lie to me. Okay, I guess. That's that's fair enough. Uh, Shaman Steve saying more great stuff. Always must-see viewing. Thank you, Shaman Steve. And thank you for everybody that chimed in on the chat. As guys. well as viewed this. And I mean, we're not going anywhere because you can view this um, after this, obviously, as it lives on YouTube, on the Video in the Woods page, on Facebook, on the Video in the Woods page, and also being simulcast on Bodyslam.net. So many right. places you can see us. But if you want one more avenue to see us, uh, Voodoo, where can they find you on social media, good sir? Definitely you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook page, Twitter, and Snapchat. Snapchat. So like, share, and subscribe. Let your friends know. Tell your friends to let their friends know and pass it on just like that. They see that ripple effect. You know what I'm saying? There's many more people that we need to reach. And without you, we can't reach them. So send out the ripple effect. Absolutely. Even, uh, you know, you doesn't even have to be friends. Give me people that you yeah. ain't talked to in 20 fucking years. Yeah. Give me people you don't like. People that you wouldn't That's piss right. on if you're on fire. Send it to them. <laughs> I don't care. That's it. Yeah. Views of you, yeah. uh, according to the algorithm. So I'm not mad at it. And speaking yeah. of algorithms, you can find me at According to Woods on uh, everything that Voodoo said and more. Uh, principal podcast on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, That's right. And then Instagram, uh, I'm sharing dumb shit memes. So, uh, yeah. again, according to Woods, it's whatever the fuck I feel like doing. And there's a weird, weird fucking thing that goes on in the space between my ears. So, I'm going to share it with all of you, fine folks. That's right. You know? And uh, Justin Seven says, first time viewing the show, great show. I'll be tuned in from now on. Salute. I appreciate you, brother. And uh, no doubt, you know, send us your info, man. We'll, we might have yeah, you send on us here. your info. Let us know when you're fighting, man. You know what I'm saying? We like but, fighters on this channel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As uh, 
he is one still, you know, that's because the career is over. Doesn't mean he doesn't still fight. That's right, he man. Gets it's a voodoo. way of life. Yeah, I'm just saying. So uh, catch us, uh, Voodoo Maximus, according to Woods. We, and uh, you guys have a kick-ass week. That's There's a lot of weird, crazy shit going on. But, like, again, find your happiness, find your peace, and uh, do that. You know, and we will see you Thursday at 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for more Voodoo in the Woods.